listeners, welcome to the Dream Stream. I am your host, Yiska Cook, and today I have our friend Michelle here with me, and she's going to share dreams. We'll do dream work. I also have a waking dream that I'm wanting to share, and uh, Michelle is going to lead us in with uh, is that a Tibetan singing bowl? Is that Michelle? Yeah, and from Nepal. From Nepal, and what is the metal? Uh, it's definitely metal. It's, it is metal. But yes. What kind? I don't know. Okay. Hard metal. Hard metal. <laughs> okay. Oh, I feel that tone move up my spine. It's beautiful. Me too. Yes. So welcome, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. And what is going on in your dream life right now? Well, I've been having some really interesting dreams lately. And uh, some really kind of... I characterize them as good they feel good yes. when i wake up and um and so there were three little shorties that uh i wanted to share with you wonderful um yeah so something that's very interesting is that i've been working with this uh man paul edge his name is and he has a i call it a sound whale bath Hmm. Because uh, he, he, just like we were feeling the feeling through our body, yeah. he talks about that whales have had one song, and it's the mother whale, Oh, and for millennium. And that this approximates their song. Oh. So I've been, uh, this short uh, sound bath, I've been listening to it. Do you night. listen to it in the water? I listen to it right before I'm going to sleep. Oh. And I've only been doing it for three days. Okay. Uh, and he's, he feels that it's very curative. Yes. So uh, I'm not going to give you too much more information. I don't know how don't public know he wants to go. Oh, okay. And all. But I think he does. I yeah. Think he does. Yeah. And I'm kind of a guinea pig and seeing, or a guinea whale, and... I want to see <laughs> a tadpole well, if it uh, if it's as indeed as restorative and wonderful as he says. Yes. So well, let um, let us know. Let let us know as time goes on. Yeah, and I'm recording the dreams, and he says do it for 41 days. Okay. So oh, so this is a part of that. Uh, what is the dreams you're sharing with me right now yes, as a part not, of yes, the sound bath yes, experience. After I fell asleep, okay. the dreams I've had. Okay. And um, the first one was before before I uh, did this. Okay. And then I had to get the okay from Brian, who's sleeping with me. Yes. And, and so he's okay with it, too. Okay. So we're doing it uh, kind of laughing. 
and seeing what happens. And of course, my daughter, who is the innovator and the yes. the Shah woman, the Shah woman, uh, the whim, the Shah wom, the Shah wom. Yes, we're 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 re we're redesigning our language. Yes, <laughs> because we say guys, and we answer to that. And I was okay answering to that until I realized we could say whim. <laughs> right, and if there are men present, then we go women. Women, yes. <laughs> then maybe we could be guys if it's. Both. No, because then guys, guys and whim. taking over. Hey, guys and whim. <laughs> guys and whim. <laughs> anyway, here we yeah. are with it. Because everybody asks about the uh, how, to, how do you present? Is that what they say? Or how do you identify? Yes. And I was going to say, but I didn't want anybody to get insulted. Call me anything but late for dinner. <laughs> and so I did not say that. And you're just hearing this. And then I thought, what does offend me? And every time that people say guys, it does bother oh. me. Because it oh. makes it, I kind of like it because it's like so nice. But like, hey guys. Yeah. But I don't, it's still the masculine overtaking the feminine. Yes. So that's what, uh, that's why it, it uh, I feel yes. something. And so that's the only thing I would say. Call me anything, but don't call me guys. Okay. I will try my very yeah, hardest. Uh, it's a work in Never progress. to call you guys. <laughs> <laughs> or hey guy. Okay. You wouldn't call me hey guy. Hey, okay. I, I might. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't. Okay. <laughs> All right. I won't. Here we are. Um, I'm showing my sister Leah how to fly. Flapping wings. I mean, once I reach altitude, I just float. But I'm flapping my wing arms and their arms. And I'm getting an altitude about 15 feet above sea level or uh, creek level. She is trying it. Then the water is below, rushing water below us. I think we are going to jump or fall in. I love the way that I'm maintaining my my altitude. Mm. And when I start dropping, I just flap just a little bit. Mm. Uh, and I think we're going to jump out. Oh, we're going to fall in the river or creek. And it's more like a stream, like a small river, mm. and jump out before the rough part happens. Wow. So... Shall the, I go through all of them or just maybe that one? Really, it's it's your choice for that one is so rich. As my teacher, Stephen Larson, says, dreams have Velcro. You know, they grab hold of you and you want to explore it and learn more about it. So um, it's your choice, dreamer's choice. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Let's, okay. Let's, okay. Because we've got to, we want to get your piece in right yes okay so let's do that so um my clarifying question for you is oh you clarified this in in your telling it's over a stream a run running stream it's more like a swimming small yeah river. okay and uh did, did it remind you of any river that you know uh Maybe the rondout, yeah, like in in small places. Okay, yeah. 
Um, and now your sister Leah, uh, is your, are you close with her? What's your relationship oh, yes. like? We're soul yes. sisters. Oh, beautiful. Ah, is this also your biological sister or just your soul sister? Oh, uh, uh, I think just my soul sister. Yes, uh-huh. Yes, but we wonder. Oh, okay, so it's not clear. Well, I do wonder about that, but I'll ask you later. <laughs> so, um, so first I flap and then I get to the right altitude and I float. So what, to me, that's like a metaphor for, you know, struggle a little bit, struggle a little bit. And then, you know, it's, um, and then soar and then take off, you know, it's like, it's often a rough takeoff. And then once we're in the sky, it's full of ease. Is that how it felt? Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. A wonderful feeling. Yes. Of mastery and lightness. And did your sister fly as well? She was working on it. She was working on it. She was getting there. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. And now you said your winged arms. Oh, yeah. My When I wrote it in the dream right after I woke up, I wrote wings, but they were arms. So yeah. I said wing arms. Wing arms. Yes. That's so interesting. Does that remind you of anything? kind of reminded of the da Vinci uh, sketching of the of the man and the points the oh right you right. know what I'm, yeah I mean, all the different points yeah yes sketch yeah yeah right uh -huh. but wing arms it's so such a great image you know it makes me wonder you know mm -hmm. what what uh what can my what what am I working on in my life that is taking a lot of effort? But I think that once it gets off the ground, it's going to be smooth sailing, as they say. Yeah. So for some reason, I'm feeling like maybe this is having to do with your activism work. Michelle, will you tell us about that? Oh, one other thing is, is I think it's a real kick that I'm teaching I'm giving flying lessons. Yes. I just think that's funny. It's I it's perfect. I mean <laughs> like Yeah. Uh, like just do it this way and it's not the first time that you, yeah that you've uh, given flying lessons. Mhm. Mm yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sure that's true. I imagine that to be true. <laughs> so so um yes, I'm working with uh Extinction Rebellion, the uh the Democratic Committee parties of Saugerties, Woodstock, and Kingston. Yes. And Food and Water Watch of Scenic Hudson, a number oh, of other organizations. Manajo Green is very active in this. Wonderful. To uh, to move Hinchy into action. Hinchy, not Hinchy, oh, Delgado. I was, oh, isn't that Isn't that fun? I've, I, yes, yeah. if it was Hinchy, he would be if moving it, us what, to Exactly, action. if it was Hinchy. Delgado, and yeah. I mentioned to Delgado, please be a champion. So Antonio, De, Antonio Delgado has filled uh, Maurice Hinchy's uh, seat, and Maurice Hinchy has been a champion of was, all rights was in the environment. a champion. He's deceased now, but he was... Right. Really a special congressman. Yeah. 
And so what's happening now is Delgado Antonio has not made a move at all in about a year, even mm. though we've been giving him information. Yeah, okay. So we converged on him in a very polite, nice way. We had a meeting. Yes. Uh, and uh, six of us came and uh, told him that he asked but told that he needs to take a stand. And he promised... Yes. Karma, I don't your he promised to take a stand... Uh, within two weeks. Okay. On a number of Okay. Issues. That's fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, listener, if you were hearing some panting, but... That wasn't me. That was Karma, the dog, standing on my foot and panting. So, so, does, so does it feel maybe that it's indicative of what's happening in... Waking life, what you were dreaming about? What does it feel like it was that? I feel like we can really feel into it. And, you know, oh, I don't think it was that. I think it was something else. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I've told you before that the Talmud says nothing befalls an individual that hasn't already happened in a dream. So I have had oh, things happen. Oh, really? I have had things happen in my life that then, and, you know, I, I record my dreams. I write them down. I've know, many, many, many journals. And then I want to look at old dreams and see, wait a minute, when did I dream that? I didn't know that was going to happen. So, but I really feel like we can feel into it to say, yeah, this, this does feel like that. It's been really hard. It's been really taxing on me. If I'm the dreamer, being an activist and uh, kind of overextending myself and feeling a little depleted yeah, my back is hurting. Yes, Michelle, I know that that's happening. So, um, so, but, and then in two weeks, then it's like soaring time. I mean, what, what do you feel like he's going to do in two weeks time? Well, uh, we don't know. We, uh, well, actually what I'm, we're expecting and, uh, we have, uh, mean, we, we're expecting for him to, uh, to sign on to the climate emergency coast uh, concurrent bill in Congress, oh, okay, fifty two, and a plastics uh, ban, wow. and we want him to sign on to a, a fracking ban. All yes. these are, are yes. federal bills, and then importantly, because it's in his district, yes, Dan Scam, uh, not Dan Scammer, Cricket Valley, yes. Uh, energy plant. Oh, by the way, it's uh, Mondays. Uh, it's Cuomo Mondays. We'll make the call. Cuomo Mondays. Afterwards. Oh, yes, we have to make the call to our yeah, governor. We, we will make the call. We will. So yes. Cricket Valley is over in Dover, which is in Dutchess County. Never knew about it until Greta Thunberg woke me up. Wow, wonderful. Uh, so it's in Cricket Valley, and it's got two schools right next to it. And oh, it's uh, it's going to be it, it's ready to go online, and it's a fracked gas plant, Cricket Valley cracked, cracked, fracked <laughs> gas uh -huh. plant. Okay. And um and so we're uh we're wanting him to uh talk to the governor and sign on to uh uh oh yeah n n we're not signing on uh with that um. That's another, I'll tell you in a second. Um, 
but we're wanting him to review. There's an old uh, report, SEIS report, which is an impact study from, and it's inaccurate and it's outdated. And we're asking him to talk to uh, uh, Sagos Basile, I might have his name wrong, uh, the head of DEC commission. Okay. uh, To get another impact study. Now, this is kind of, it's just so anybody who wants to call, it would be really helpful. And to call uh, Delgado. I don't so, have but it's like a seeker study, like an environmental study. Yes. Yeah, that's how we fought the cell tower that they wanted to put up in Accord, where I was living, was, uh, you know, we was pushing for a seeker review. And also the fracking. We, yeah. The, we all called thousands right. of people right. calling that's for an right. impact study. But a yep. lot of people don't know about Cricket Valley. Right. And then, right. Uh, yeah. I only heard about it from you. Yeah. Exactly. So we can't stand up for something if we don't even know right. it exists. Right. So it's been not publicized. Yes. So. Wow, interesting. And then just quickly, damn scammer is, uh, we call it the damn scammers. Yes. That's how you can re- remember it. Uh, the damn scammers, uh, that's uh, that's a plant, a uh, fracked gas plant. They is that expand. really their name? Yes. Damn scammer? Well, it's D-A-N. Yeah. But I D-A-N. Say, right, Dan scammer. Okay. And it's right on the Hudson, Va- on the Hudson River. Really? And it's flooded already because it was used before, but now they're ex- wanting to expand it. Okay. So we're calling Cuomo about both of those things. Okay, okay. So, um, and is there anything you're working on currently with your sister that is going to maybe take a little bit of effort or am I, if I'm the dreamer, am I, uh, teaching something right now to my sister? Well, actually she was the one that got me into, uh, anti-fracking. Really? It took her months because I, I just was like not sitting on it. I mean, uh, doing anything about yeah. it and um, and not realizing how incredible, incredibly harmful it is to the environment. Yes. And then she got me going. Maybe this is about getting her going. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, reciprocal. Yeah. She's it, taking yeah. care of dad 24-7, though, so it's hard. Okay. Yes. Yes. For her. Yes. Yeah. So um, where where does she live? Over in, uh, on Davis, oh, <laughs> over in St. Johnsville. Okay, okay. Yeah, which is near Harry. Okay, okay. Did you say she's taking care of your dad? Yes. Like, uh, yeah, he's got Alzheimer's. Oh, wow. And he's 88. Wonderful. Wow. So, um, yeah. I don't know how else to explore this dream. Do you have any insights into what it meant for you? I felt really free. Yes. And really mastering. And and even though I, we were going to jump or fall into, oh, into the, the, river. the river, I felt that even though it was going to be rough right before the rough part, okay. where the rocks were that yes. we were going to jump out right like just go to the side but we never 
kind of made it all the way to the ground, right? We kept flapping. Yeah, we're flapping. Kept ourselves aloft. Yes, yes. But I love the water so much, too. Yeah. So I thought that would be fun. Yes. And uh, and it's interesting. It's sometimes I need to go to the sidelines, too. Yeah. I, like, before it gets really rough for me. Okay. Okay. And I think I went nonstop with with Delgado and and meeting and then meeting with people and writing a letter to the editor. Yes. And so I didn't take time to... Self-care. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that's what I need, the ebb, the flow and the ebb. And the ebb. And I was forgetting the flow. And I was pushing No, you were forgetting the ebb. Right. I was forgetting the ebb. (laughs) Right, I was just overflowing. You're just flo- right. You were overflowing. Really good, good dream work, Michelle. <laughs> so, yeah. So, how can you honor this dream? Self care. We're gonna do yoga when we're done with the podcast. Before lunch or after lunch? Not sure. Before lunch. Before lunch. And so that's um, that's self-care. That's an honoring. Yeah. I know. I just want to tell you this other one because this was very short. Okay. I'm in a boat and a huge whale comes up and wants to be petted. I pet her black, rough, barnacle body with such immense love. Oh, is that it? That's beautiful. That's really so beautiful. Yeah, if, mm, if it were my dream, it feels like, you know, here's the deep water. And so here's the part of me that can navigate in the depths of my emotions or the depths of of life. And, and I can, you know, and then say wild piece of myself that I want to be in contact with, my wild self, my whale self. In the Native American uh, or the Choctaw Native animal cards, um, they say whale is memory. So I love that, to think of whale not only being so old, but holding the memory of many of us. You know, it's almost like, they're connected with the Akashic record or something. So if whale is coming up to me, that feels so holy. I love that. In many, many, many of my dreams, I'm searching for whales and dolphins. Yes, yes, and yes. And I'm going on planes and missing the ticket or yes. whatever. <gasps> and this time the whale came to me. Yes. And it was so immense the power i love it and that you are so much love for it your your kindness her yeah her yeah i don't think i said him i said it it yeah yeah her yes (laughs) yeah i felt yeah i felt like it was a lady and just the way she went on her side oh beautiful yeah yes I have a hawk who lives around my house. I hear it every morning, and I've decided that's female hawk. So I was thinking of it as male, 
And I was like, you know what? I think it's a female, you know. <laughs> so, oh, Stacy's home. So uh, if, if we could just take a moment to talk about my living dream. So um, it's my birthday on Thursday. And I was born in 1970, which means I am going to be 50 on Thursday, you know, February 27th. And I realized two things. It's very much a milestone for me because my mom died at 50. So she died at that age. But also when she died, I was 25. And so I I only had 25 years with her in my life. And now this marks that I'll have had my life for the past 25 years without her. So that's really a sad thought, you know, that how can it be that she's not been in my life as long as she had been in my life, in this incarnation, you know, in this life. Um, Mm -hmm. It's kind of sad for me. But I also was thinking it was because my grieving for her when she died at 50 and I was 25 was so powerful and complex. And I was actually even courting death with poetry. You know, I was just wanted to not be alive if she was going to leave, was how close I was with her. Yeah. So, but it was at that time that I first had optic neuritis in my eyes, which is like a veil, like an icy veil over one of your eyes that you can't quite see through. And I went to, you know, an optometrist and, and ultimately it led me to get the MRI that showed I had lesions on my brain and I had MS. And so that was because of my complicated grieving, I'm pretty darn sure. So now, now I feel like this is long enough to have MS. And now if I'm walking into 50, I want to heal completely. So that's my prayer. What a wonderful prayer. Yeah. Yes. And you, you, you feel sometimes that your mother is with you during these 25 years? Yes. Yes. Um, my mom died when I was 29. Okay. And I, I often feel this, that with the grief and the strong grieving yes. prevents us from seeing a presence that may be there. Right. Uh, does that make sense? It does. I mean... I think of it in terms of dream work, that there's two different kinds of dreams about our deceased loved ones. And one kind is, you know, I had a dream my mom was on her sickbed, you know, it was a dream about her, dream about her suffering and the state of her life. But then there are what I consider a dream visit, where you're actually spending time with the essence of that person. And uh, so that's that's very special, and that's how I 
think of that. Right, it's true. If we are too lost in our own, you know, subjective experience, then we're not seeing it, you know, with a larger lens. Like, and I'm taking this from my experience, like a baby holding on so much that I can't see the greater world or a presence that might be there already in in wanting something and being so desperate. Yes. It might be right there, right in front of me. Right. But my desperation prevents me from contacting or connecting. Yes. And, and uh, one thing that I've said before that, I had this realization, which, um, well, I'll just tell you, is that I, and I thought about this with my dog, Maud. I, I saw her running around after she died. I, I, I had that waking dream of the way she'd run around crazy and circles uh-huh. and happy and, and running all over the place, yes. and, but in circles and circles uh-huh. and big, large circles, uh-huh. and, you know, Long-legged mod, yes. And then right after that, I missed her so badly. Oh. And I thought, why don't we stay in the part of the vision instead of the lack of? Yes. And I think if we think about, and I'm not certain, but if we think about everybody's grief or grief in, in general, a particular time, where we're feeling grief. Before we feel that grief, we feel the presence. Wow. Wow. Interesting. I love it. Yeah, well, thank you, Michelle. So this thank is so much. Thursday, the big day. And, um, and then I'm going to Atlantic City with my sister and friends oh for the weekend. Woo, party! We're going to party! Woo, woo, yeah. woo! And we're going to win some money, please. <laughs> win some fun. I'm going to win some fun. Yeah. If it's warm, make them take you to go down to the ocean. Oh, I will. I will go down to the ocean. Oh, good. And I'm bringing I my sand. bringing my, uh, my scooter, my electric scooter, so I can cruise all around. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I would love for you to play us out, Michelle, with with this tuning fork. Or not tuning fork, but Tibetan singing bowl. Listeners, until we meet again. Mm-hmm.